Welcome back to another Mommy and Me episode. I am Brie Renee, straight from the A. And I am the original Miss Renee from the A. It don't even have a ring to it, like mine got a ring to it. But anyways, uh, welcome back to another episode. Shout out to everybody that's been tuned in, that's been downloading and listening on Apple, Spotify, everywhere where you can listen to um, to podcasts, and as well as everybody that's watching us on Channel 85. We, we blowing up out here. Yeah. We got platforms on platforms. And, of course, everybody that has been subscribed and stayed subscribed to the YouTube where you can watch it visually every single Monday at 7 p.m., you know, we keeping it coming, okay? So I really wanted to get into this episode because I feel like this is for me. But I know it's a whole lot of other creatives out there that um are going through this season of, like, uncertainty, especially, like, an actor and actresses in, in this film, television even TV personality world. I don't know if you know about like the SAG strike that's going on right now. So like the writers went on strike and then the entire SAG union is on strike now with all the actors and actresses, everybody, writers, were all saying basically like the money that we've been getting, um, especially from the residual checks. Like people be like, I know I got my first, when I first got my first residual check and it was like 18 cents. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I said something on TV, like, and you've been playing this on repeat, and it's 18 cents. How is that possible? It costs you more to write the check. Yeah, then I process the check than what the yeah. check is worth. Yeah. So they've been playing as, like, Hollywood, obviously, and these um, big corporations have been monopolizing the industry for so long and dominating and, like, feeding us as the creators peanuts, right? Which can in itself be defeating exhausting because now these companies are saying like we gonna hold out they don't want to make they're not trying to meet the demands of the union they're like we will hold out because y'all will go broke before we will possibly which is true like hundreds and thousands of actors and creators could lose their homes their cars they they can't feed their kids while disney and netflix and you know all these big brands i don't want to say nobody's name but all these major brands will continue to they'll be good for at least a couple years well especially off based off all the content that they already have and they already own i mean of course the numbers will dwindle down but they ain't broke they ain't hurting but during times like this like it can be one frustrating as a creative because you know like you fighting an uphill battle um you don't really know like as a sag member i don't really know who i'm fighting against I don't know who's fighting for me. You know what I mean? I know the union is, but you don't know, like, are my needs really going to get met? But also um, being proactive as a creative, I've always felt like, all right, let me put the process in my own hands. Like, let me go out and create my own content. Let me, you know, make my own movies, write my own scripts. But even doing that, um, it can get exhausting. Life can get exhausting. It's like, I, I feel like I've been experiencing, like, creative burnout in this season especially when you say like life like life be happening life be life and on top of to be in a space where in order to eat you have to create it's almost you gotta love it or leave it baby you gotta love it i love you gotta love it or leave it because anything in life is gonna get you burnt out Sometimes you got to step back and you got to lean on the wisdom of others that are in it or that know how to maneuver it and then allow you to come back and take a breath and say, okay, now I'm renewed. Let me go back at it. Let me go full force. Um, it's just, you know, you, you're, at a, you're at a very unique time and place. You got to learn how to just kind of step back. Just step back, take a breath, but don't give up. Because if you give up, you give out, you lose that drive. And you don't want to lose that drive for something that you're passionate for and about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I feel like I'm always. But let me let me just say something about that that corporate structure of Hollywood. You know, it's not very different from the business structure that even a small business has. Uh, having ran multiple small businesses, you know, I've taken I've always taken on a different approach. You know, Hollywood has this, you know, we're going to uh, reap all the benefits and and the ones that are actually allowing us to reap all the benefits, we're just going to give them the peanuts. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never, ever believed in that scenario. I believe that when I eat, we all eat. 
meaning that as a CEO of a company, my employees, they will all tell you, anybody that's ever worked for me, I will never be the one that's at the top and I'm striving, I'm thriving, I'm, I'm reaping all the benefits. And the people that are working for me are hurting, barely can pay their bills, barely can put food on the table, barely can, you know, get back and forth to work. I don't believe in that. Everybody that has ever worked for me will always tell you that I lead, I live and lead by an example. And it is never from a place of greed. Never it will it be from a place of greed. And I, you know, all my employees would tell you, if I can drive a truck, pick up brand new pickup truck to work every day, I want you to be able to work for me and also drive a brand new pickup truck to work every day. That means that I've got to pay you a livable wage. I've got to mm -hmm. make sure that you're able to feed your family. I mean, I don't want anybody coming to work for me hungry mm. every day. I mean, mm. that, that doesn't make sense. Who, 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 what does that say about me and who I am? Because I believe, and I truly believe in what I preach, and that is if God has given this to me to be, to be fruitful and multiply, then I've got to share that abundance with others. With others. It's my duty. You know, uh, you should be running Hollywood. No, you know, people that come to work for me, you know, and, and, I've, and I've been I've been a giver all my life. You know, people that come to work for me and they they're in need. They need help with this or help with that. I'm always going to be the first, to, you know, to bend over backwards to help them and to come to their aid. But I'm not. No, I'm not a fool. Now, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not an open bank book. You know, I, I'm not going to let you, you know, just just use me and misuse me and take advantage of me. Right. But by the same token. You know, I've got some 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 Latino workers that have worked for me for twenty plus years. You know, they've come to me and they said, "Hey, um, I need a, my my living conditions are not what they need to be. I need a place to stay. I need I need a roof over my head. You know, um, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. That means that if I need to put myself in a position to help them acquire a place to live, then that's what I'm going to do." If I need to go buy a place and figure out a way to let them rent it back, then that's what I've done. If they come to me and they come to say, hey, you know, my truck is messing up. It's not. I've got a truck sitting over there. I'm going to make sure that they got a truck. You know, I'm going to make sure that, hey, they got it. You know, that and it, it happens time and time again. I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of my people because at the end of the day, my people are going to take care of me. That's got to be exhausting or, or or draining sometimes to have to put so many fires out or be responsible for so many families, households, livelihoods. It is, but guess what? Every day God gives me a renewed strength to do it, and I don't mind doing it because at the end of the day, while I'm putting out those fires and taking care of those families, I can pick up the phone and call any one of them at any time of the night, and they're coming. They're going to come see about me. They're going to make sure that everything we need is okay. When we have emergency situations, they're going to be there. You see, I believe, and I take care of you, you take care of me, and that's just the way That's just the way that I am. But do you ever get, like, just exhausted or burnt out or unmotivated or go through periods where you just feel confused, like you don't even know what you should be doing? I think we all go through those periods. But I think what's important is to never lose sight of the ultimate goal. And it's just, a, you, you, it's, it's like, I understand, though I may be exhausted, I may be unmotivated, I may be tired, but I got to get up and do something every day. Mm -hmm. I'm never one of these people that's just going to say, give up, hey, I'm done, I'm turning in the towel, you know, I, I'm, I'm letting you guys have it. That's not me. I'm not that person. How do you get over those? Like, how long do you allow yourself to sit in it? However long I need to get out of it. And that is, I can't say, it, for me, it might be, let me go, let me take a week off. Let me just let y'all have it for a week. Let me just let y'all have it for two weeks. You know, I've never taken more than two weeks from anything. But that's just because of who I am. But if I need to step back, and then, and then, and a lot of times we get burnt out is because we're trying to do it all ourselves. I've learned as older I've gotten is to delegate more things. Well, you gotta have money to delegate. Well, you delegate gotta delegate cost coins. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta learn. You gotta find people because, like you said, you want to pay people fair. You want people to be, you know, people got houses and families and livelihoods that they gotta do. So it's like you gotta pay these people. Nobody's working. Well, besides actors and actresses, we've been working for free. But other than that, you know what I mean. 
Well, you know, let me just say this. When I started this that last business, uh, the construction industry, I had dedicated people around me. But you said you have to pay people. I found myself paying people before I, were before I was able to pay myself. I went years without being able to take a paycheck home because I had to make sure that every penny came in the door. I took care of my people and made sure that my people were going to be able to survive and thrive and take care of their families. And so when you have people in your circle and you, you, you people, are, you know, the right people around you, those people will help you and, 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 and they're not there just for the paycheck. It becomes easier to delegate certain things to them and, and they'll, they'll help you and they, they'll, they, they become your backbone. They become the, the, you know, the, the reason why you become successful. So you got to first surround yourself with people that are just not there for a paycheck because those people in themselves, are, are, you know, they're going to burn you out. Mm -hmm. You know, when you got draining them pockets and that energy. Yeah. So you got to pick the right people, you know, to be in your corner so that you don't take on that unnecessary energy. Well, how do you recognize when you need to take them like two or a week or two off? Like when you, what, what's your telltale sign of like, all right, I need to step back? When I find myself getting very, very irritated constantly about everything and I'm yelling and screaming and you know and I'm like wait hold on I know what that feels like oh you do that all the time you no. should have been took two weeks you should have took two weeks off being a parent I'm forward you've been burnt out I, yeah well being a parent it burns you out real quick you know you get you get burnt out as a parent probably every three or four months because y'all you, you, got to come up with something. You're going to do something. But, I, I no, Ben, honestly, I don't think I I got burned out as a parent until you got probably about seven, eight, ten, somewhere around there, where you started developing that little sassiness. Then it's like, okay, you know. So, uh, other than that, it was the, the, they were all wonder years, you know. They were great. They were you know, They were fantastic. You're just growing to become, you know, this little beautiful little spirit. Then all of a sudden, this beautiful little spirit turns into this little <laughs> creative monster, you know, and then and then it just kind of went from there. Yeah. But when you when you start getting irritated and cussing everybody out, then it's time to take a break. Then it's like, you know, I, I need to just step back for a minute. Let me regroup. How do you know when it's like, okay, I'm I've regrouped. I'm feeling better now. I need to. I'm ready to go back. at it. Do you always feel fully recharged, or have you ever like had to make yourself get back in the swing of things before you really felt in the swing of things? Sometimes it's both ways. You got you, you got to push yourself to get through it. You got to pray a lot. Either way, Lord, just give me the strength to get through it. Just you know, sometimes when 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 you feel like you you know. You, Everything is getting on that last nerve and you're yelling and screaming. Sometimes you just got to take a break and go pray. You just got to, you know, get on your knees and just talk to God. Just get in a quiet place, you know, and just ask God for that renewed strength. You know, sometimes, you you know, not, you may need to hear a good word, a good scripture, you know, talk to the pastor, talk, you know, just somebody to help renew that, that in it. Going to church that Sunday, getting that, Getting that, you know, that 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 new energy. Yeah, getting I'm that. Do so you have like a formula? Yeah. What's your formula to getting back into the swing of things? I gotta get. I gotta get a word. I mm -hmm. got to get that scripture, and then I, and then and then and then I'm reminded, oftentimes that, what I am, where I am, what I'm doing, uh, all the gifts that God has given me. That's a privilege. Everything that I have, everything that, you know, I'm able to do, all the times that I'm able to help people, you know, the work that I'm, it's, it's all a privilege. It's a gift. It's an honor. So I have to constantly remind myself of that. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing great, spectacular to where I, I you know, I'm, 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 I'm supposed to be or I'm entitled to do what I do or to, 
you know, it's a gift. Yeah. And so I have to constantly be reminded and stay focused that, hey, I've got to do what's right about this gift that God has given me. And so as long as I'm focused on that and don't lose sight of that, that, hey, I'm here for a purpose. And so every day I need to be reminded that that purpose is for somehow or another tied into God's greater good. Yeah. His some it's it's his his plan, not my plan, but his plan. And so I have to always go back to that and say, okay, look, all right, I'm only human. I may be tired, I may be burnt out, and that's okay. I'm not expected to be perfect. I can slack off for a day. You know, I can I can go back, but uh, but see, I'm such a I'm such a go-getter to what I'm I'm a I'm kind of a workaholic in a sense. Yeah. And I'm probably one of those people that will I'm gonna probably work until Until you burn out. Until I drop dead. But you until but you also work until you burn out. That's and that's exactly where I get it from. I will work and I my burnouts come I think because I do so many different things. I feel like And sometimes you gotta clear your plate. Too. Yeah, I got too much going on. Yeah, you gotta clear your plate. And I'm trying to do too much in every in every so that I'm trying to you gotta find people and delegate out. Right. Like you, you gotta said. clear your plate. You gotta clear your plate. You know, because I was, out. Yeah, I had to I had to say, look, Lord, you know, I'm going I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to be diligent and I'm going to do I just need you, Lord, to to make sure that this is where I'm supposed to be. And then when he gives you that sign that this is what, then everything else goes by the wayside. I'm not going to go over here and try to build a house for this person. I'm not going to go over here and do this for that person. I'm going to focus right here, Lord, where you want me to focus. And this is where I'm going to stay, you know, stay committed to. I'm not going to go over here and practice law. I'm not going to take this case. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to stay focused right here. Mm, that's what I need. I need to practice I need focus. To stay I need to, I'm a, Lord, I, if I, it's your will, and I know um, if I stay focused, you're going to provide everything else, and I'm going to stay focused right here. Yeah, because with everything, like, up in the air, it's like I'm scrambling, like, you got to stay focused. What do I do with, the, how do I do this, what do I need to do to get, like, should I do this, should I sell this, should I do, like, it's so many, I don't know what I should be focused on. What's your, what's your number one passion, your number one desire, your number one goal your number whatever that number one is for you whatever that burning desire is for you then you got to focus on that and like i've always said it shouldn't be a focus that where the money is is more lucrative because the money may be lucrative now but that in the long run that may not be where your happiness comes from mm -hmm. so we're we're what most what is it that's that thing that one of those avenues of yours that satisfies you the most that gives you the gratitude, the satisfaction, the happiness that it is that you seek, you desire, that fulfills you more than anything else. And that's what you. That's what you. You pursue. That's what you seek. And everything else you lay by the wayside. That's kind of hard, though. Well, this is, you got to figure it out. I got to narrow down. I got to do some soul searching yeah. and, and talk to God and ask Him to. Give me that focus and, and narrow, narrow and focus, narrow and focus. And that goes back to that old, listen, everything in life to me, you can always find a parable in the Bible or scripture or something to relate it to because it always says, it always comes back to God ordering my steps. Mm -hmm. If he orders your steps and the direction that you should go, then you know that those are going to be the right steps for you you know that the plan has already been laid out. Everything is in divine order, and all you got to do is walk through it. Be faithful to it. That's what I need, Lord. You just got divine steps. Yeah. Because, like I said, I noticed I was getting burnt out, especially, like, after Jackie passed and having to, like, all of that. I didn't want to post nothing. I didn't want to, like, even return to social media. Well, that I mean, that's, a lot of that, too, is, is dealing with grief. Yeah. A lot of it is dealing with your, your your emotions. We all have gone through that. And then when it's like you come out of it and you got to go back to work, and then it's not like I'm going back to a job. Like, I have to create my jobs, if that makes sense, or I create, I'm a creative, I create the content or whatever. So it's like when I went back to that, I was like, well, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even feel connected to anything. It was weird. So it's like now I'm just trying to, like you said, take it day by day and just figure out where 
I should be going, what I should be aiming for, who, what I should be focusing on. And because at first I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm on break for the summer. I'll be back at work in a couple months. But it's like, now that might not be happening. So you got to figure something out because you already on ball money, like on ball time with being on break. And you know what I'm saying? Stretching your finances that you was expecting for this job to come back in in a couple months. And it's like, ooh, it might not be happening. So now it's like refocusing and figuring out what can be that. And this is a wake-up call, I think, for all creators because it lets us know, like, you can't really count on no job. Nope. Because anything can happen. I think COVID should have taught us that. We yeah. can't really count on anything. Yeah, true. COVID did teach a lot of people that. Yeah. It did because it did shut down. And that's another thing. Like, we were shut down for two whole years just about in film and television. And now for this to happen right after, I wish it would have happened at the same time. So we could have just negotiated everything, got better contracts, and been moving forward. But when it comes to, like, finding that formula, like you said, for me, my formula to getting back out there or forcing myself to do it even when I don't, I do have to have a good counsel. Like, I feel like I have people around me, um, from you to my friends. Y'all all will call me and say the same thing in different ways. Like, you like, you need to get focused. You just, you just. I don't like you just not handling your business like you said all that and then like some of them was like you need to get back posting like your content is boring you're not posting nothing and it's just like I'm trying to figure out life right now how I'm gonna create or like creating is such an extension of who and that's how I feel I feel like I am who I am and I go through my life and I'm learning and I'm experiencing, but my creations are an extension of either what I've been through, what I've gone through, or like what I feel free enough to share. But when you in certain dark spaces or you in certain phases of your life, sometimes you can't share it. Sometimes it's not, it's not shareable or you still trying to figure it out or it's, it's not social media worthy. You know what I'm saying? But as this life as a content creator and a personality, I have, it's like I signed up to always share my life, but some stuff you can't share. That's why I be feeling, I mean, feeling um, like major celebrities, like, you know, Beyonce and whoever, when they be like, this I'm keeping private because I have to share everything else and everything else is the job. So I want to keep this for me, when I'm not feeling it and I'm not, or whatever, I don't want to fake it with this when it comes to the platform because that's it can be exhausting. It literally leads to burnout. And so I, I'm like, now I'm just trying to work through it. But my formula that I feel like I have that forces me back on track is working out. I have to get back in the gym. It's something about sweating and pushing through. And it's so like, it mirrors what's happening in my life. Like, it's like, okay, you could quit, but you could push through. And it could hurt a little bit, but so what, your booty gonna be big. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's little things like that that keep you going. Like, all right, let me just push through. Let me fight. So sweating, working out for sure is um part of my formula. Going to church, like you said, or hearing a good word on social media or like YouTube, you know, watching a sermon. And like I said, talking to my friends and families, like I am always open, even when it hurts, even when the criticism is like, you're right, I've been slipping or you're right, I'm off track. Like, even though it hurts and it's things, it's still what I need to hear. I know that the people around me are only telling me what's best for me and because they love me and they want the best for me. And then today you also got to realize, baby, you're human. You're human. I have time for that. Well, you're human. I mean, we all human. We're all a human. We all go through things, trials. Excuse me. We all go through things. Yeah, you all go through things. You, you know, the Bible talks about trials and tribulations. So you, it depends on what, 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 what season you're in will determine whether it's a trial or it's a tribulation. Yeah. You know, and you, and the deeper, the the deeper, you know, that trial or tribulation is, the longer it lasts. The, you know, the more you got to get on your knees. The more you got to talk to God. That's crazy because I remember in church, um, the pastor was talking about how we'd be like, God, why am I going through this this trial? I never been through so much pain. I never hurt so much. I never, you know, been through so much trial and tribulation. And, and God was, and he's like, God is also like, yeah, but you never prayed this much. Right. 
you never been crying out to me as much. You never been as closest to me right. as you have right now. So I feel like sometimes he does make us go through these phases so he can just bring us back to him. Absolutely. And let it remind us who in control. And so that when we come out of it, we also have to be prepared and understand that we have to give him the glory because we can't come out of it thinking, oh, I did that. Oh, I got this. Oh, this person did that. Oh, this is how I got through it. Right. Or yeah. this or, or this person. Oh, you got to call this lawyer. You got to call this doctor. You got to call this person. You got to call. No, we have to be able to say, you got to call on the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, you, he brought me through it. It was through his grace and his mercy and his favor that carried me through. So that's how we get through. But then, you know, we also got to, when he brings us out of it, we got to continue to not fall short in our praises and our, our faith and our, you know, and our commitment to continue to give him glory. You're right. How long you see him? So I say to all of those SAG, I say to all of those SAG, um, actors and actresses that are on strike keep hope alive keep fighting you know i i believe that you should share in the wealth um i think that you know you have been pimped and prostituted a, a long time <laughs> a long time a long time i get in driving and um i think that you should share in the wealth yeah, I think that it's gonna be. I think it, it it will be a tough time for sure, and it's gonna be scary, especially like people who have kids. You know, the financial responsibility of just making all the ends meet, especially when you have finally got like the people who were just getting on reoccurring roles and, and got a show that they own, like that's coming on. You know, those it's like, dang, I worked so hard to get here, and now it's all stopped. But on the bright side, I do feel like it's going to benefit the industry. Us as an actor, as an actress, I mean, you know. I just hope it benefits African-Americans equally. I hope so, too. Because one thing I noticed is that um, L.A., talent, actors, makeup artists, everybody here, they don't get paid. They get paid way more than we do in Atlanta. And it's right. like we're pushing out the same type of content. We're pushing out the same TV shows, scripted, everything. We got more land. We And you're getting tax breaks over here. But you paying us way less than what, as an actor, actress, hair, makeup, wardrobe, way less than what they would get paid in L.A. And the only difference in that is what? L.A. is majority white and Atlanta is majority black. Mm -hmm. And yes, Atlanta is a newer industry, but we're doing the same work. It's so much stuff that's being filmed in Atlanta. You can't say, like, we don't have the quality talent. So I agree. We have it. It's like you said, it's just it has to be racial at that point. But I think that on the bright side, it will open up the door for a new wave of content. And I think it's going to shift out of, I think Hollywood is going to be over. I don't think that it's going to, the power is going to be in Hollywood's hands because we've already started like with self-producing and creating our own content yeah. on social media. Yeah. Like the, it, now, now it's, you know, they, the, we, the, what you're saying is that we've, the world has figured out that the new age has figured out how to become Hollywood without the overhead of Hollywood. Yeah. So I agree. Cause the last time that this strike happened, I think it was like right when I was like yeah, a senior in high school, somewhere like oh seven, oh eight, um, oh nine, somewhere in there, they um writers went on strike against Hollywood. And you know what happened? It ushered in a new wave of reality TV. That's when reality TV took off because it was unscripted. It was cheaper to make. They weren't regulated by the same rules. And it was content that they could just buy and purchase that was already made and put it on TV. So now I think because of this new wave that we ushering in, I think it's going to be majority podcast and if you, you know, independent films and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be big budget blockbuster type movies anymore or even these channel originals, these channels might call these movies or this content original, but they will be licensing that content out. They will be purchasing that content from a creator that already created it, packaged it up. So if you got the funds to do so, this is the time to create, create, create. I agree. I agree. So let's not get burnt out. It's not the time to be getting burnt out. It's not the time to be getting stuck and staying there. Every idea that you've ever had, we got to write it. And I'm talking to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been telling you this for how long now? 
Hello, that's me. I yep. the right age. Yep, 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 yep. Now's the time to go ahead and start pumping it out. Now's the time to write it. Let's get it. Let's film it. Let's get it out there. Yeah. You know, because uh, there, there's going to be a place. Eating. Like, you could really eat. Think about that. It's a drought. It's a drought on content. So, say six, seven months from now, networks going they going to be tired of running the reruns. Yeah. They gonna want so I say we we start I say we start filming we start we start shooting out this stuff we've been working on. We just gotta connect with other like-minded people who are not who are not like stag or you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not stag. I'm not anything. I'm just you know, <laughs> I'm not anything. I'm a me find me. Yeah, nah, but yeah, none find none. But none find none. We gotta we got this is the time. So we can't we can't. But how do you like? I guess during this is like an in between phase. What do you do to like just keep that energy and the morale up in the in between? I know we talk about like going to church and and speaking to family, and but like, do you tell yourself something to like keep yourself going in the in between? Like, fuck them bills. Them bills will get paid when I get it. Like, what do you do to keep going? No, I'm not. really life because it's real. Like people be dealing with real life stuff. You got to say, hey, look, I may not be able to pay the whole bill right now, but the little bit I got, I'm going to pay a little bit of bill, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. And we're going to just keep it going day after day after day. After day. Yeah. One day, wake up every day presents a new opportunity to get it right. And I think this probably is a time like to learn a skill of some sort. I've never been ashamed of working two and three jobs, doing multiple things. You know, I, I never, you know, when I was going to law school and I was in law school and I just finished, uh, I, I mean, hey, I was cleaning carpet that night. You know, yeah, I've never, you see, we get caught up in society with titles and stagnation and all this stuff. Kind of, I've always just been caught up in surviving. Yeah. I mean, whatever it takes. Like, what's going to make the ends meet? Right. I mean, so if I got to work two jobs to to do this, then I'll do that. Even when starting, you know, even when I was in the construction business, I'm working the, the construction business, you know, during the day. But, you know, I'm I'm working a parking lot at night. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, you know, practicing law during the day. But, you know, I'm, I'm working someplace else at night to pay the bills. So, so you got to figure it out. Let's not get caught up in, in titles and status. You know, I've always, and the look of things. I've always been caught up in surviving. Because when I tell you I'm not buying nothing, I haven't been in a store. I literally have not been in a store this year. I'm balling on a budget, babe. At Pre- least at least you're balling. <laughs> at least you're balling. I haven't bought anything this year. I have not been in, I, I won't say I haven't bought anything this year. I have bought some things, but I have not been into a store. Cause why this year? We don't need that stuff. Yeah, I I get I get people sending me my people at you know different the high end stores, texting me every Your day. Your reps, it, yeah, my reps sending me stuff. Okay, and then, you know I respond, hey, thanks, I like that, but thanks, I get back to you. I ain't even responding. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Stop, hit me up with that. You know, I have not been into it's just and I'm okay. Yeah. Cause it's really pointless. And you once you realize like the most important thing is like having the roof over your head, food having and some clothes. Yeah. It is hot. Where are we going with all that on? Yeah. And then you after being robbed twice of all my belongings. Yeah. I'm talking about L V luggages, toiletry bags, laptop and computer. It's like and iPad, it's like whatever I need, that's what I have. I don't even want to carry around all the extra stuff right now. I don't even want to look like a Target. <laughs> they got us so good. They got me twice. I know. One time they broke in your car here at home. Another time they broke in your car in L.A. Um, no, it wasn't Oakland. L.A., Oakland. Oakland. I got um, built. You got built in Oakland. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, and it's so, I mean, you know, when you think about it, my skincare. Why? Why do people want to steal people's toiletries? Right. You steal a suitcase. What do you know in the suitcase they're gonna have their underwear, their bras, their clothes, their shoes. Why the hell do you want to steal somebody else's stuff? 
I mean, you get lucky. You got a computer. You got a you got a camera. You got a laptop. Okay. You got nice luggage. You got some nice luggage. And, 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 and chances uh, chances are the motherfuckers that stole it not even traveling any place. They, no, no. They're not the ones that gonna you know go any place to use they, it. So, I mean, and then somebody else is buying it on the black market. Use. I mean, come on. I mean, I would buy the stuff back if I knew who had it. We, we, <laughs> The world that we live in, we've, we've become so petty. Yeah. No, so I meaningless. I mean, and the, the, why do somebody want your underwear? That's crazy. Why do they want the t-shirt? Your jeans. I mean, come on. I have some good white jeans in there. I, when I, I get sick thinking about the stuff that they took from me because it was good stuff. I mean, to you? To me. It meant it was meaningful to me. Like, you're not going to be able to wear those white jeans. Right. And it won't fit you the way it fit you. No. I mean, come on, people. I mean, I, I don't understand the mentality of the world that we're living in. We, we've lost so much. We've lost our sight. We've lost our vision. we lost our, our values. To the point they just like, I'd rather just bust somebody's window, climb through this broken glass thing, and risk my life. Right. To take their stuff. Right. Why? I mean, it's so meaningless. So meaningless. And it, you know, and it's like, okay, you 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 steal all these young ladies' luggage, you know, you steal all this stuff, you inconvenience the hell out of them, you know, in a far, you know, they're traveling, they're luggage, yeah. you, right. and you you put them in a situation where they've got no 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 toothpaste, no 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 underwear. I mean, whoever stole it, you know, I, I it is my desire and my wish, and I hope you're watching. Whoever stole it or participated in that, I pray that you burn in hell. I was just thinking that. I, you know, I. It is my wish. It is my wish, and perhaps I shouldn't say that. Yes, I forgive you, but I wish you burn in hell. I, I haven't gotten. It's still salty to me, so I haven't really gotten to the, the point where I forgive. The people that did that to y'all, and it's probably one crackhead that did it. <laughs> probably is. And he he probably did it again. You know what? I for, I forgive you for that, but it's my desire that you burn in hell. I don't even think it was a crackhead. Okay, maybe he wasn't. It was probably like a, a, a seventeen-year-old. Okay, seventeen-year-old, like eighteen-year-old, or somewhere in like young. I think but a young you, kid. But you know, what, you know what the calm, you, you know what the joy is it in it for me is the day. Mark my word, the day is going to come. They're gonna regret it. They're going to have to think about what they did to you guys because. That or something worse along those lines are going to happen to them. Yeah. Because karma, karma is a bitch. bitch. Karma do not miss back. Karma is a bitch. She and that's the joy. Every time. Yep. Every it's, and it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And everything you think for me is going to... I felt like I was in a season of being stripped, too. We're going to talk about that on another episode. But just being stripped of everything. So now I'm like, I'm really ready to rebuild and... Create some better, bigger, doper stuff, man. I'm just ready for the next level. Right. Tired of being burnt out at this level. I'm ready to flip. Then you just got to, hey, then you got to ask God to give it to you, baby. You just got to pray to God. God, are you listening? He's listening. Father God, I see what you are doing for others. Please, Jesus. Pass them blessings right around the corner. They're your season. I am ready for my season of abundance. That's it, but you, you overflow. Know. Oh, I want my cup to run over. Yep, and you got to just thank God when it's your time, when it's my time. God, I thank you for it because I know it's coming. Thank you, God. Yeah, you got to just thank tell him. You, you got to thank God. him for it. God, I know it's coming. It's coming. It, 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 every every setback is a setup for something better. It's it's on the way. It's like, I know it's in the mail already. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah, Lord. you just got to you just got to he make he keep all his promises. Oh, he's never failed you yet. Mm -hmm. He's never going to fail you. Yeah. So you just got to know it's coming. It's co every time I experience what some may say a pitfall. Or, or something tragic or something major bad, or, you know, I know that, hey, I'm doing something right because God is about to bless me beyond measures. He's about to open up a window and pull me out of blessing that I won't have room to receive. Mm -hmm. So you've got to just stay focused on that. Everything that happens to you, then when the devil mean it for evil, Rest assured that God can turn and will turn that very thing into a blessing. So you just got to know it. Yeah. I got to stand on it and believe it. 
Okay. Well, that's a great note. I think it's time for for the record. I think that's a great note, a button to segue into for the record. If you do not know, for the record is where um, we set the record straight for anything we might have talked about or anything we want to just put on the record. For the record, I don't wish any harm on anybody. I just wish that every person gets a double dose of their own medicine. Mm. You know? Uh, That's fair. You earned it. Yeah. You earned it. Okay, for the record, somebody has said in the in the comments that um I don't take accountability. I think I saw that someplace. <laughs> so for the record, I will say after watching certain episodes, I realized that I have been very combative. So when you you've been combative all your life. That's that is not a trait that I like deem to have, though. It's that's just... that's just who you are, <laughs> and that's why a lot of times, as a kid, I would just threaten to hit you in the throat, <laughs> you know, because it was always going to be a challenge. Yeah. And then as a parent, you know, you learn to fight certain battles. Yeah. And just some sometimes it, you know, wasn't even worth it. Yeah. That I saved that energy. Well, for the record, I acknowledge that I have some growing up to do. Everything doesn't have to be tit tat. for tat. Absolutely. Hallelujah. And for you to be able to say that is growth. <laughs> it's real growth. It it's growth. Me, but I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm admitting it. I have had a problem. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. I've had a problem with, I don't want to say authority. Well, but authority. Uh, so, so, you know, you, you learn in life, hey, when it doesn't have to be tit for tat. I don't know why I'm like that, though. It doesn't bother you as much. When you, when you learn that it doesn't have to be tit for tat, you can really block it out. You see, as a parent, you know, have you ever seen those parents where, you know, people that say, kids call ma, 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 you know, and it's like, they don't hear, hear. It's like as a, as a parent, you learn to just block it out. People say, "Don't, don't that get on your nerves." Your kids go, "You, you, 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 you learn to do it." Yeah, yeah. So when you learn to a mother's that, ear, yeah, when you learn that everything in life doesn't have to be tit for tat, it be, it's easy to block it out. Mm-hmm. It's like even in a relationship, you're fussing. You somebody, you know, one of them want to be mad, the other wants to be, and it's like. I'm not, I'm not arguing today. I'm not lying today. You learn to just block it out. You got it. All right, you got it. And you notice it doesn't, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't get in here. It doesn't, you know, hurt Ooh, you. But it do get me. I have to get past that because, like, if you say something that I feel like is wrong, I feel like it's my job to correct you. No, it's not. It's not, though. It's not your job to correct it. That's not even, it's, like, it's logical. You matter. can't do that. It you doesn't go through life correcting every single person. That's right. right. Because if you did, you're going to spend your life, it, it becomes you. No, it's not your <laughs> job. You let it go. Okay. So for the record, there's me letting it go. Yeah. Let it go. I work on it. I did. I didn't notice it until I like literally watched episodes back. I'm like, what are they talking? Uh, yeah. I do be doing that. Now, yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. I never quite learned that learning to shut the hell up part <laughs> like i didn't quite guess that i didn't oh, quite so, grasp so that. now you understand what i used to say uh, years ago shut the hell up shut the hell up you gotta really get that one yeah like i be i was like, oh it didn't feel <laughs> as soon as i was trying to grab it right it slipped okay well i'm gonna work on it um all right yeah we all got growing to do we you know, if we don't continue to grow in life and learn who we are, what we are, and you know, and understand that we're not all perfect. None of us are. Yeah. Jesus Christ was the only perfect person I know, and he still got crucified. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm always a work in progress. I have no problem with admitting that uh, I'm not always right. I've got growing to do. I've made some mistakes. I'm going to continue to make some mistakes. But each day presents 
a different day, an opportunity to do it better, to mm-hmm. get it right. Touche. All right, well, it's that time in the episode where we do I Want to Know, where she has to ask me something that she wants to know, and I have to ask her something that I want to know, and we have to be honest and truthful. Okay. I'm think, what do I want to know? I want to know when was a time where you felt, because you always seem so strong in, like, going, 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 and, and fighting through. Like, when was a time where you felt defeated mm. and how did you get like through it yeah. um recently uh some personal family tragedies um felt defeated um and the only way that I know how to deal with, deal with it or dealt with it was to just pray, you know. Although, you know, some people say, well, praying it always, uh, you know, you don't get an immediate result. No, you don't. You don't. I just, I just, you know, I've had to get on my knees and I had to cry. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that I've, I've literally over this last year, I've shed a lot of tears. Mm-hmm for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, um, but I've always known and never lost focus to the fact that God's gonna work it out. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta let go. See, my problem in life is that I've always felt like, you know, whatever the problem is, I can solve it. Mm. Whatever is that way I get there from whatever whatever the issue is, I can do it. I can fix it. I can work it out. But recently I've come to to realize Lord. Recently I've come to realize that I can't I can't fix it all. It's out of my hands. You know, and, and, and for that reason I've got to rely on my faith and my relationship with God to fix it. Yeah. To work it out. You know, so um, I may feel defeated and you know, and 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 you know, depleted. But I I never feel that I'm without, you know. Um, even in the midst of my lowest of lows, you know, I've just had to know and stand still, and give up trying to fix it give up trying to come up with an answer myself, you know, and just realize that I just need to be still and do nothing. You know, whenever you can't figure it out, can't, you know, work it out, you know, I just, you got to stand. Yeah. Just stand, you know, just do nothing but just stand and, and just have faith and know that, you know, my present help is coming. Oh, come on. God's going to work it out, you know. And that's that's just how I deal with it. That's good. What you wanna know? What I wanna know. When you guys were in Oakland and you say you, you guys pulled up and you saw broken glass on the <laughs> up the ground, why didn't you insist in using your better judgment that hey we shouldn't Because I have a problem of not speaking up and sticking to it. I do. I am. I want to say I have to call myself. You know how you beat yourself up the worst. I feel like I'm a coward in a lot of instances. Like I could know something and I could feel it in my gut. But you ignore it. And I'll ignore it. Or I'll say something like like say something and not realize that that's my spirit really saying it, but not stand on it. Like, I'm never, I don't, because I'm such a go-with-the-flow type person or never want to seem, like, you got it. You a headache. Got it. Or, because I literally said, like, we pulled up, the restaurant was, like, it was, like, a main, like, a little mini town, downtown area. We pulled up, and the restaurant was on the street. There was parking on the street. But I think there might have been cars there. There was a parking lot right at the corner. 
So as we turn this corner, like we come past the restaurant, that's the restaurant, it's a parking lot there. We turn, I said, hey, y'all, it's a parking lot back there. But I think in my head, I said, stop being lazy. You just want to be close. Because I have this thing about always parking up front, the closest spot. I never want to park. I was like, oh, you're just being lazy. You need to walk. Like you just been on a flight for five hours. You need to be walking. That's what I literally told myself. We park down like a long ways away. We get out. I see the glass on the ground. And I said, hey, y'all. And I'm still triggered from the last time my car got broken into. I was like, somebody's car got broken into. And then um, I think be someone or somebody was like, oh, yeah, but it looks old because the car wasn't there. Like the glass was there. You could tell that maybe somebody broke into it yesterday or earlier today, but the, the car wasn't there. And then as we walked away, um, B. Simone looked at me and she was like, we're walking far away from the car. Like it was like two blocks down to get back to the restaurant. When we could have parked, it was so many other urges and, and, and nudges to, but I don't ever stand on it. You got you to gotta work on that. You really got to work on that. Because I'll be here and I, I, like those be the mistakes or the things that I never forgive myself for. Yeah. And that's what God said, I told you, I gave you. I, I knew better, but I didn't do better. Right. So when you when you know better, you got to start checking yourself to do better. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I need to be more firm on what I feel, but I be thinking because I've dealt with stubborn people or I don't like how that looks, I never want to be that. I'm always trying to you, be open-minded. You, you can be firm. You can let it be known and still be firm and still be amenable. You know, you got amenable. Yeah, you you got to be you you got to be able to say, hey, look, that doesn't look right. Look like the sky is gonna fall out. Okay, I've just brought it to your attention that we you know we can handle it however you want to handle it and move on mm-hmm. and be done with it. It doesn't have to. You don't have to make a big deal of it, but that roof looks like it's leaking. You know. Let's move the furniture back just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've got to learn ways of dealing with To not ignore those yeah, no, yeah, stop ignoring signs. Because yeah. every time anything yeah. happens, I feel like I had a sign before. Yeah, and it generally does. And I didn't pay attention. Yeah. So I'm living and learning. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like that was another great episode of Mommy and Me. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. You are subscribed and following us on Apple, Spotify, everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. We are there. Um, Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tune in. Send these videos, these clips. We appreciate all of the love. And until next time, see you later. I don't know how to do nothing but this. (laughs) Bye-bye. Peace.